28 minutes it is before the uh, top of the hour. We now go into our under-the-microscope conversation. And to have this conversation, I'm joined by the uh, Minister of uh, Police, and that is uh, Wabundosi. Uh, Peggy Kela joins me now on the line. Wabundosi, Gunjan. Thank you so much uh, for joining us this evening. I, I, I must say to you already, uh, my uh, tweets are, are burning here. Many people wanting uh, to uh, engage you. But maybe, uh, uh, Minister, as we start, uh, can you just give us an update of where we are now in terms of the situation? Has the situation calmed down somewhat from uh, some of the scenes that we saw over the last 24 hours or so in the inner city of Johannesburg, uh, uh, in uh, many of the hostels there where it seemed that even some of the Izinduna uh, were unable, I guess, to, to bring some uh, calm and normality to the situation. Where are we now? Well, we, I think you are mostly dealing with aftermaths now. Uh, the situation is on the quiet side, but uh, we still have to deal with a lot of people that are displaced, people that are, are dead, people that are injured, and people that have a lot of fear. And uh, the people that uh, they don't know what next to, to happen. So as I'm saying, uh, it, it looks quiet, but uh, aftermath and trying to work on the matter to prevent the occurrence, fellow occurrence of these matters. Mm. Minister, I want us maybe to, to take a look at two particular issues here. The one is, uh, I guess, the issue that you've just outlined now. And then the other is around this issue of gender-based violence. And maybe in the first issue, which is around you know xenophobic violence in the inner city, uh, the role in the working of crime intelligence uh, would probably be much able to get us to, to uh, some form of preemptive actions here. And the reason why I say this is that uh, many of us get a sense that there's coordinated actions here, well-planned, well-thought-out uh, actions. We saw a similar case in Soweto a few weeks ago. And similarly now, one gets a sense that there is some uh, organization happening on the back end here, some mobilization and some coordination here. Uh, and uh, the big question many South Africans are asking, where is crime intelligence uh, when such organization happens and why do you only act after, I guess, uh, all manner of lives have been lost? Uh, one thing that I'm getting worried about, uh, the, uh, at least from this perspective of the South African police, uh, that uh, nobody is denying that there would be xenophobic elements, the anti-foreign national anti-sentiment. But if we allow that to overshadow completely the criminality that is in this thing, uh, we, from the south of the police, will refuse to do that. Uh, we, we, we deal with a lot of criminality that the xenophobia is made an excuse sometimes for people to go on with the criminality. If you go... Minister, are you still with us? Minister Kele, are you still with us? Ah, we seem to have lost the minister there. Let's try and re-establish that line there with the minister. Uh, minister Peggy Kele speaking to us uh, this evening here on uh, Metro FM Talk. Minister, are you with us? I'm bad. Please continue, uh, Minister, from, from where you left off. I, 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 I was saying that definitely anti national, uh, foreign nationals, anti sentiments here. Mm. There are xenophobic uh, matters that are taking place. But from the South African police, it would be folly for us to allow the situation to completely overshadow the big criminality that is involved here. 
we, we will look at it from that angle. Mm. Uh, as I've said, that we visited where this thing started uh, in, in CBD GP, where every shop, without exception, was banned. There would be South African shops, your U-Save, your checkers, mm. your, 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 your PEP stores and all that. They looted them and banned them. And uh, there was no selection that this is a foreign shops. As it happened in in, in Jimmy where they were banning uh, KFC shops and all that, mm. so we, we we shouldn't allow that this completely overshadows the criminality that is there, used, uh, used as a, a as an excuse. As people were saying, they are doing this because uh, they were revenging for the South African police that were stoned and all that. For me, that is nothing but excuse of doing this kind of, of thing. Police have, have, have dealt with that thing decisively so in a manner that we're supposed to deal with it. Mm. That's one. We are coming to the question of the... I, I read one paper yesterday uh, about this uh, intelligence matter. Well, there, there are some elements of some people don't want to, to, to ask to understand this better. Uh, because it goes for the it goes for the calm intelligence. There are constitutionally three intelligences in South Africa, mm. and those intelligence, your defense intelligence for the army, will be your state security that is for civilian, and then yes. there is calm intelligence. All those intelligences are coordinated. It's very rare that they will work as per individual uh, entity, mm. but they are coordinated by the body called. NICOC, National Intelligence Coordinating Committee. And then they will be dished to different uh, bodies to, to, to be able to respond to that. Let me tell you this story. There are a lot of upcoming violence and mushrooming here and there and all that. But there is a lot of violence that has been stopped because people have an information. Mm. And unfortunately, we don't come up to say this did not happen because the police have acted in many other in many other things. La- last week, I think about four 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 days ag- ago, we stopped twelve guys that were ready with your AKs with your everything for the cash heist. We found them on the base. By the way, most of the guys of cash heist now we find them on the base long before they are on the field to deal with the matters. And we don't we, we don't guess that. People are working on it, including, including this upsurge. That many of them. That's why, I'm uh, 639 people have been arrested. Some of those people arrested on the act. Some of those people arrested uh, before before the actors they go there, they found the police. Yes, indeed, it would be better if nothing has happened. And all, but to say that uh, police are doing nothing, mm. they have no information, is not very correct. Okay. Minister, I want us to pause there for a second. I need to take a quick spot break. But when we come back, I want us to take a look at uh, the uh, uh, coordinated and uh, I guess the the national response to uh, gender-based violence and and I guess the role that the South African police play in that. Uh, Many people who have reported 
uh, uh, crimes of uh, sexual assault and all manner of gender-based violence visited on uh, women and even children have often complained about the insensitivity of many of those in the South African police service. And I want to hear from you, uh, Minister, uh, what some of the things that are are going to be done within uh, the uh, uh, police services, even from a forensic perspective, uh, to try and deal with some of these issues. And uh, more importantly also, I guess, uh, how do we respond to some of the uh, incidences of white-collar crime that we've also seen? A home is a special place where we make lasting memories. Everyone deserves a home, and SA Home Loans is giving one lucky Metro FM listener the chance to nominate a person they know who doesn't own their own home to win a home to the value of 700,000 rand. You can nominate someone by sending a voice note to 082-535-4973, 082-535-4973, with the reason why you believe the person deserves a home of their own and the name and contact details of the person. Nominations must be sent in before midnight on Wednesday the 11th, this coming Wednesday, and the person nominated must not already own a home, be 18 years or older, and have a valid South African ID copy. Visit the Metro FM website for full details of the competition and terms of and terms and conditions. It's home time, thanks to SA Home Loans. We're under the microscope, and uh, I'm in conversation with the Minister of Police, Begitele, uh, and he joins us on the line. Now, Minister, when it comes to gender-based violence, uh, as I said just before we went to the break, there's this uh, perception in our society, and it's borne out by the experiences of many people who have had to report uh, all manner of uh, sexual assaults and violence against women and children, that there's an insensitivity, and uh, I guess, uh, you know, this... Um, sort of disdain for people who come and report some of these crimes and uh, you know people feel that uh, these issues are not brought to justice as uh, rapidly as they ought to be what would your response be to that and more importantly what are some of the changes that you're making to ensure that you you capacitate the police services to be able to respond uh, to uh, what in essence is uh, a crisis and a continuing war on the bodies of women and children no doubt about the fact that uh, there are some of our guys that are bad when it comes to handling uh, the women that have been abused, sexually uh, offended, and they, you find that they are double punished when they go to police stations and you, they, they are asked uh, the questions that are graphic for them to, to explain uh, to the police, especially those that would be rude, insensitive, and otherwise. Uh, at the present moment, we're working harder to increase the female officers to be on this front desk uh, because I, I, I guess it's one of the most difficult things for a woman raped, abused, to go and explain to another man how, how these things are done and all that. So, so we're doing that. That doesn't mean that there are no uh, men that are sensitive, that they can do the job uh, uh, in a proper way and get the, the, the outcomes out of it. Let, let me give you the story. We, we, we resuscitated in 2010 a, 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 a unit that is called F, FCS, <clears throat> that is a family unit in, 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 in children and women dealing with those specifically, uh, led by uh, General Linda. Uh, I, I don't know if South Africans are aware that we've got 4,700 lifers, people that are doing life in prisons of South Africa, only for the offenses against women. It's not enough. There are many of them out there, but there are efforts that are done. I, I, I agree. We need to really work hard to improve that, 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 that situation of the police, but also prove, improve the whole chain of prosecution, the magistrate understanding these things, and the prisons keeping them longer in there so that our women are safe 
uh, out of uh, uh, out of these people mm. as we remove them from the society. Mm. Minister, the uh, president spoke last week about uh, increasing the number of sexual offences courts uh, to around 92 or so, or that we had 92. I'm not, I'm not too sure now at this point, and I'll have to go back and check. But that being said, I mean, if you compare that to uh, the fact that we've got uh, you know, a sizable amount of uh, municipalities and even districts uh, in the country. Uh, is that figure there of just under 100 sexual offences courts enough for the scale and uh, the scale of the challenge and the need that we have in the country? Absolutely not. Yes, 92. I was listening mm. to Lamula yesterday uh, talking about it. Uh, they are opening 11. One has just been opening boys in next one. I think next week is opening in Limpombo. Uh, there will be 11. Absolutely not enough. Uh, but uh, as I as I say, that those courts will have to be there. But more than anything, there should be a seamless way of working between the police, those courts, prosecution, and everybody understanding how serious the matter is. Because sometimes you do have a feeling with our own structures, uh, the police themselves, the prosecutors, that maybe they haven't really, really lived the better understanding and living it to say is a sketch that all of us must fight. Last week, the, the end of August, I invited all female officers to speak to uh, in Dobsonville, uh, in, in, in Dobsonville, in Hall Plum feature. And I, I requested the commissioner to fire one uh, police officer male on the spot mm. for calling one female officer a bitch. Uh, you see, if... if it, if that male officer can call the colleague that way, just imagine another woman ordinary coming to report that his mentality does not put him in that particular in that particular environment mm. to be able to help those people. I, I, I have really ordered that we must be tough with the sure. people that don't respect the pain of women uh, that are encountering this kind of, of, of abuse. Yeah either from the colleagues or from the from the boyfriends or from the mm. ordinary stranger men out there. But last question maybe uh, on my end, and I guess it has to do with some of the commercial crimes that we've started. Uh, or I, I mustn't say we've started because it certainly has been ongoing. Uh, if I think about the issues at Steinhoff and in many other cases, even uh, the case of EOH there and uh, allegations of corruption there, there's uh, an ongoing impression that sometimes... You know, the South African Police Service doesn't have the capability internally to investigate these issues, prepare the cases well enough so that they can pass it on to the NPA to go and prosecute. What is your view on that and, uh, I guess, on, on the issues around investigations on white-collar crimes? You know, police are, are really having a tough time because they're at the cold face of the public. Everything is blaming on them. <laughs> Look, we've got 1,800 cases from Hawks that are waiting for decision before the desk of the National uh, Prosecution Authority. 1,800. To them, they're very high-profile people. So we're waiting for them to come and begin to prosecute. But there is a lot of work that has been done, especially from the angle of the Hawks. There is a lot of done from our uh, detective unit at South African Police going forward. So we, we hope that uh, uh, the other... The other segments of the of of the law enforcement will be coming on, on, on the parts here, and those people begin to face 
um, get the consequences they deserve. Babndo Sasbonga, we'll have to leave it there. That there was the Minister of Police, uh, uh, Minister Peggy Taylor, speaking to us this evening here uh, about uh, the uh, state of the uh, police service in light, of course, of uh, much of the violence that we have seen and continue to see uh, here in uh, South Africa. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, share with us some of your perspectives. Give us a ring on 089-110-3377, 089-110-3377. And we'll take some of those calls on the other side of this brief break. And I'll also take a look at some of those tweets.